1: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is
0: Believe. This is Jeff Fedoten with Believe in Chiefs on the Believe Network, Kansas City's number one sports podcast network, the only place with a show for every team in KC and more. We believe in our teams. Do you believe? On this week's show, former Kansas City Chiefs offensive lineman Joe Valerio and I break down the loss to the Bills and preview a Super Bowl 54 rematch against the 49ers. But first, Joe, a funny story. I was interviewing uh, former Chiefs legend Tony Gonzalez on Tuesday afternoon. He's now on the Amazon Prime NFL Studio show. So I was asking him about Bezos and Amazon. And it must have turned on my Alexa device. Just imagining all these things. music started playing in the background
1: that's awesome you know what though, that's great i'm sure tony got a kick out of it right considering the whole i do that all the time with our you know smart devices i'm always you know my watch sometimes i have an apple watch and i'll be in a meeting or something and it'll just start talking to me i don't know why i guess it heard something siri or something in there and then i do it all the time with our alexa and you know it's 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 crazy uh but yeah, wild stuff. Um, you're you're becoming like the tight end interviewer. Yeah, uh, yeah. You then, know, between Travis and Tony, my gosh, who's next? Jonathan Hayes. Uh, <laughs> right,
0: uh, right. We gotta get. I would love to speak to Hayes. And we've well, had
1: Keith Cash. We've had Keith, Keith Cash.
0: Cash. That's true. That's true. And uh, yeah, Kelsey and Gonzalez is actually. Uh, I interviewed Kelsey for a different story, and and I'm gonna do something on the two of them and and their relationship. But uh, going back to the Chiefs and uh, the Bills game and the 49ers game coming up, Joe, you know, I don't think the Chiefs fans should feel too bad about this loss. I I thought the Chiefs quitted themselves pretty well. I think the Bills are the better team right now, especially with the Chiefs down to defensive starters. You know, I thought they played really well. Like, I'm actually encouraged more than discouraged after
1: this. Yeah, it was – I mean, listen, it, you know, it was, it was a good game. I mean, it was a great game. I thought the Chiefs played well. I mean, there are, I, I have three takeaways mm-hmm. from the game and, and I I've been using this kind of term that, you know, two are, two are reasons and ones could be perceived as an excuse, right? Cause there's, I, I do that. I use that, those terms all the time and they're not really interchangeable, right? There's reasons and excuses. And I think the first two are reasons. And, and I, 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 they do give me a little pause though. They do Mm -hmm. give me some concern is the, the lack of being able to establish the run game. Um, I'm, I'm concerned about it, Jeff. I, 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 it, it, Mm -hmm. I see what really successful teams do with the balance of running and passing to keep defenses number one on their toes to, to force defensive coordinators to have to game plan for it. And to in football terms, you know, force teams to bring, you know, seven or eight guys up into the box, as we always like to say, right? I mean, you know, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, I saw a tweet that was, you know, kind of like sparked a sort of a a thought in my mind. And I was like, oh yeah, it's kind of true. Like I have, we have yet to see him break tackles. So the tweet was like, when is Clyde Edwards-Alaire going to break some tackles? And Mm -hmm. I just... We're not seeing that right now, this running game. Now we hear a lot about Isaiah Pacheco runs hard, and when he runs, it looks like he's hurting the ground because he runs so hard. I mean, there's a lot of great sayings out there about him. And I do see flashes of that, mm-hmm. but is but is the 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 numbers, the production's not there. um, and they're not they're not giving him the ball enough to see if he can be that pound ground and pound running back. so there's there's one there's the one thing I think is a reason why that why the chiefs weren't successful. In that game number two reason is the um the speed at which rushers were getting to patrick now i have no problem with him getting pressure we all know that he can handle the pressure like no other quarterback mm-hmm. and i'm not being a homer about that a chiefs homer about that he the guy is literally the best about seeing pressure feeling pressure and and finding what we you know you and i've used this term before Find he finds the pocket within the pocket right he,
0: he by the way uh, during his wednesday press conference i know that's one of your favorite terms and patrick was kind of talking about that he was he didn't say pocket within but he's like i've got to find a better job finding that pocket but anyhow it kind of echoes he's listening
1: listen we know he's listening we know he's you know patrick you know thank you for giving us uh using our phrase in your in your presser uh but but it's you know It's But gosh, Jeff, the speed at which Paul Miller got to him a couple of times, like you can't that no quarterback is Mm -hmm. going to be able to withstand and to fight off that kind of pressure. So those are the two things that have me most concerned that I know that Eric and Andy and Andy Heck, the O-line coach will work on, right? Is the coordination of the running game with the line and the running backs and you know, the ability to keep Patrick a little safer in the pocket. The other thing that is a, as would be seen as an excuse, if you were to say it by itself and out of context would be the fact that our defense was relatively decimated, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and, and um, you know, that to me is, 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 you know, yeah, yeah. You, if you, like I said, if you took it out of context, you say it was a, it was an absolute excuse of why the chiefs lost, but come on. I mean, Willie Gay Jr. I mean, come on, he the guy covers. He he he's a great cover linebacker. He's a great running uh, linebacker. You know, in 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 stopping the run, you know, you're missing your starting corner. Like it just was not a good day for the defensive what I would call backfield, including Willie Gay, who's I know he's a linebacker, but all in all, the line the the defensive air quote backfield was not a hundred percent, and that gave Joss Allen some that gave him an opening, and he took it. So, yeah, this is going to be a great rematch. And and in keeping with the Rocky theme, you know, of like me seeing Rocky the musical <laughs> a couple of weeks ago that we talked about in the pod, like Rocky lost the first one in a close split decision with Apollo Creed, right? And now we wait for the big fight and, you know, Patrick and the Chiefs come back swinging and, and, and they win the next one because they're going to come in healthy and they're going to fix these things.
0: So many of the players after the game indicated like they think – we're going to see the Bills again. Even Andy Reid, who you know never wanted to to look ahead or anything, kind of uh, insinuated that too. And yeah. yeah, to your point, that's that's why I was encouraged. Is that you know the defense held held the Bills to twenty four points, uh, and despite all, all those guys missing uh, games, and part of it, you know, there were there's some. Unsung heroes. I, I wanted to mention part of it is McKenzie, uh, on the bills was really killing him. He, he fumbled that backward pass. He stumbled out of fourth and goal pass. He had another drop. Uh, so he was kind of one of one of the unsung heroes for the chiefs, two, uh, two other facets I want to mention. The special teams were incredible. I think that really kept the, uh, the margin, um, very close, uh, Townsend had punts of 58, 56, and 60 yards. Butker, of course, hitting a 62-yard field goal record in Arrowhead and for the Chiefs. And Willie Gay is coming back, but Darius, Darius Harris did pretty well filling in. Uh, had a tackle for loss, a fumble recovery, and a pass def- deflection. Uh, you know, Joe, and part of the reason I, I'm encouraged for this, you know, there's a lot that could happen. There's, there's a lot of games left to be played. But I, I think w- – Going into the season, I really thought the AFC West was going to be so much more competitive. It's really looking like a two-horse race in the AFC that the AFC West is looking so weak outside the Chiefs. So it looks like the Chiefs and the Bills and kind of everything else, everyone else in the AFC.
1: Yeah, I agree with you, Jeff. And just to circle back to the commentary about the special teams, Honest to goodness, I mean this. If 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 there were MVP you know, trophies to be handed out per game. You know, I know they do that in hockey, right? They have mm-hmm. the the guys come back out and skate and they get the three stars and all that stuff. It's For me, it would it would have been Tommy Townsend. Mm-hmm. I mean, he would have been the one guy. I mean, at Butker, yes, of yeah. course, the record-setting field goal, like coming off of the injury and, you know, just the whole nine yards against the wind, like crazy 62-yarder, right? Um, but Tommy Townsend was changing the game with those punts. Like, those were game-changing... Uh, Field position punts that he was, you know, and they, they made commentary, you know, during the broadcast about how it's not just booming them distance wise, but the air, the hang time and the air that he was getting under those punts to allow the team to get under the cover was Astonishing, like it was unbelievable, and Marty, like it, it just all I kept, I kept hearing was the speeches that Marty Schottenheimer used to mm-hmm. give us about field position. He was a huge field position coach, and I'm telling you that that if the Chiefs would have pulled that game out, you know, I know you know we don't generally give MVPs to, to losing teams, but if the Chiefs would have pulled that game out, I, I, for me it would have been Tommy Townsend. I, I really do. I would have been like, I would have made an argument that he would have received the most valuable player for that game. Um, And I hope he continues that because it it can be, you know, it can be a game changer. So yeah, I'm still super bullish on this team based on everything we've talked about, based on, we know that Andy, you know, makes corrections. And given the fact that, like you said, Jeff, to kind of dovetail your last comment about where the AFC is going. And, uh, you know, I'm, I don't want to say disappointed in the AFC West because, you know, I'm disappointed in the fact that maybe I didn't see this coming because all I talked about the hype Same. all off season was that, you know, this AFC West was going to, they were going to beat the daylights out of each other the whole season. And they were going to limp into the playoffs because they were going to be so competitive and the chargers and Raiders and Broncos with these quarterbacks. And, you know, it was just going to be such a, a battle Royal to use a WWF term, you know, and, I'm not seeing it. I'm no. really not. I'm seeing the Chiefs, like, walk away Same. with the AFC West. I mean, I don't want to knock on wood. I don't want to jinx them. But, like, geez, they're going to walk away with the AFC West title. And and I think there's not going to be a whole lot of beating up, air quote, going on in in the AFC West, which is – I mean, it's kind of disappointing because, you know, you, you want it to be like that, right? You want to have this division am, rivals. Yeah,
0: I am disappointed. Like, you know, I was looking forward to, like, the primetime game later in the season, the Broncos – uh, Chiefs. Now it's like, oh man, I gotta watch the Broncos again. They're always. For it's,
1: it's not good. It's not good. <laughs> the, the Broncos are. It's it's it's. There's something going on. I think the Chargers will get it together. They still. They're still the a pretty. Chargers talented are always
0: team. a threat. You know, really, even going yeah. back into the Phillips, Phillip Rivers era, they, they've always been. Yeah. Uh, a challenge for the Chiefs. Well, football is back, and Bet Online remains your number one source for all your football betting needs this season. You'll find the latest odds, matchup, info, player news, and game trends. And as your continued source for all sports wagering info, BetOnline features live betting, free contests, live scores, and giveaways all season long. Always the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports and events like MLB, MMA, tennis, boxing, and even golf. Head to betonline.ag to join and receive your 100% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use promo code BELIEVE. B L E A V to receive your rewards. Bet online where the game starts. Uh, and Joe, right now, Bet Online has the Chiefs favored uh, by three over the 49ers. And there's a lot to unpack about this game. Um, Super Bowl 54 rematch, 49ers have the number one uh, defense. But really, the most interesting thing uh, the for- 49ers have former Chiefs cornerback Charvarius Ward at cornerback they also have Tarverius Moore a defensive back so they have Tarverius and Tarverius both hailing from Mississippi that's really the fact you need to know about this opponent on sunday
1: yeah i'm just glad uh Lejarius didn't go yeah, Legarius need um, right right and you know added to the to the rhyming of of their defensive <laughs> backfield um but yeah i i mean this game i i go i go back and forth with this game i think a lot of fans are um because the 49ers at times show so much promise mm-hmm. and then there are other times when they just don't look like they have it together it's they're they're very i love that term you you introduced me to they're very mercurial <laughs> right? they're they're up and down they're up and down i don't i don't see a consistency out of them um that that scares me a little bit in some ways because this game could be a walk away for the Chiefs, right? Even though it's on the road and they got to travel to, you know, the West Coast. Not like, but, uh, you know, I I, I just, I mean, I I think the Chiefs are going to win this game by 10. I really do. I I, I don't, I don't, I know there's going to be some inside, Using this term incorrectly, but some inside baseball there that you know, Trevarius is going to be sharing with the team about coverages and different things like that, and that could give the Forty ers a little bit of a leg up that he knows this team so well. You always you always fear those 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 things when it, when a key player like that goes on to another team. But I just I just have a feeling the Chiefs are going to come in this game with a big chip on their shoulder, and uh, you know they're going to they're they're out to prove something that you know that that last game against the Bills was a great game and that it's not going to stop the chiefs. And that was just a speed bump on the road.
0: You know, exactly. I, I think that it's hard to see chiefs losing twice in a row. They're always so good after a loss. So I see the chiefs winning, but Joe, I think it's going to be much tougher uh, than you. Like, I think it's close to that bet online line line of three. I think chiefs by three, maybe even uh, maybe even a single point that Mm -hmm. I, I think the Niners some of it is also injuries. The, the Niners have nine players on injured reserve. Uh, Ward, Ward is banged up. We mentioned him, who's a key player, been playing really well for him. Also, Nick Bosa and Trent Williams uh, might be coming back. That that would help. Yeah. Them. The Niners are a good team. Injuries have really been the story there the year. Um, and they have the, the number one defense statistically. So I think that's going to be a, a tough opponent. Also, I think, you know, I think there's going to be motivation that a lot of faces uh, from Super Bowl 54 that they lost to the Chiefs is interesting, Joe, the, the Chiefs actually have 13 players um, from that game who, who should be playing in this game, including Blake Bell. I'm mean, including him. You know, he's still banged up, but, but he was on that game. They have Patrick Mahomes, obviously Kelsey McCole Hardman, uh, Chris Jones, Derek Naughty, Frank Clark were all starters. Andrew Wiley started, but he he's now playing tackle, not guard. You have the special teams guys, Butker, Winchester, and also Allegretti uh, and Sa- Kalen Saunders, and we're backups. But the Niners have 20 players from this, wow. that squad, and, and some of them are injured, but they have Mike McClinchy, George Kittle, uh, Juszczyk, the fullback, Garoppolo, Debo, Jeff Wilson, Tevin Coleman, Ross Willie. Daniel Brunskill, um, and defensive starters, Armstead, Boso, Warner, Greenlaw. Um, and then they have a bunch of guys hurt, um, like Mosley, Al-Shahir, Jordan Matthews, uh, and, and they're special teamers too. So that, I think that's the interesting part that so many guys are back, and I, I, I think that is going to be motivation for the Niners.
1: Yeah, no, that's a – boy, Jeff, that's great insight. What a great statistic that you pulled up there with all those names, uh, of the people and, you know, yeah, backups are not backups. It's still, they're still part of the team and they're still, you know, guys that, that were part of that game. And you're right. We'll bring that energy to this game and, and, and remember that, I mean, that's, you know, it's for the 49ers, uh, you know, no math major, but that's almost half, right? It's yeah. at least, at least almost a little more than a third of the wow. 53 man. Um, so you know that's uh that that's saying something i i didn't really even think about it that way and i um i like those kind of games right i mean it's just you know hopefully we're not too distant from that super bowl to to remember what that game was like and you know how fantastic that was for the chiefs to you know to win that super bowl i mean that was pretty darn amazing um just a just such a great thing for the city and to have have that kind of memory coming back is is gonna be good seeing those two those two red and you know gold kind of you know use out there uh from the color spectrum yeah, but uh you know it's um yeah it's it's look it's always tough to go out there the 49ers have great history, you know they're definitely one of those dynasties slash goes. royalty yeah. teams mm-hmm. in the NFL so yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be a great game i just i just you know i, I I wasn't trying to be, you know, like using that term again, overly Homer, like, you know, and just trying to pump the chiefs up. But I I just, I see them coming out, you know, just, just, they're just going to be on, I think the chiefs are going to be on fire in this game. Um, You know, at least I hope, I hope, right. I hope that they, they take all the things like you said, that they, they learn from losses and apply it. And, and if the 49ers continue to, to play a little banged up, you know, that's going to be in the, in the chief's favor. So, uh, you know, especially if Bosa, uh, isn't 100%, like, I don't, you know, if at three and three, you know, he may be feeling the pressure himself to come back early because the, the, the 49ers have a, they got a pretty, they got a pretty rough, uh, they got a pretty rough schedule, uh, mm-hmm. coming up here. And, and I'm, I'm sure they're going to want to have, it, it's kind of like the, um, you know they're going they're going to want to have have it's a combination is what i'm trying to say they they're going to want to make sure that bosa is healthy for the stretch but they also don't want to start this next uh string here with with a loss um you know cuz they got the rams coming they got the chargers a couple you know california uh uh opponents and they got the cardinals who are playing better you know the cardinals are no slouch and then you know then they got the saints and the dolphins i mean the bucks That's i mean tough.
0: That's that is tough. Opposed to I think the Chiefs, I think this is gonna have been a really tough game. And then the Chiefs schedule, we talked so much about their the the early part of the season, which has not been as tough as as we predicted, just the teams they face. But their schedule kind of softens the second half of the season, partly because the AFC West is is playing so poorly.
1: Yeah. I mean it's you know, we just we thought that, you know when all those statistics came out it was it was giving me agyna right thinking about <laughs> you know the that they were playing the the were you know it was the toughest schedule of all time nfl wise mm-hmm. right for first eight games with you know winning percentages and and all that jazz um, you know but it's looking like you know where some of the teams that they're they're playing uh, you know the whole season looks like it could go like this i mean you know, I mean, I just – I look further down. Not to not to look past the Niners, but, you know, I mean, the Titans, the Jags are struggling a little bit here and there. They're having their ups and downs. I'm not seeing – I'm not seeing the Super Bowl repeat that I would have seen from the Rams. Uh, you know, we know about the Chargers, of course, and the Broncos. And the Bengals, I mean, I don't know if that's the same – if they're the same team that they were. Uh, the Texans, the Seahawks, the Broncos again, the Raiders. I mean, the Chiefs could, you know – if they play their cards right and they get mm-hmm. healthy, there's no reason why you know they can't be at least battling for that home field position, mm-hmm. even though they lost that first battle to to the bills. There's no reason why they can't be in contention for home field throughout, given the remainder of their schedule and if they can you know pop in at you know fourteen and three or you know, maybe thirteen and four. Uh, which is so odd to say, isn't it? Those odd, the the number, like to, to not have something add up to 16, it's still throwing me off a little bit. Um, but I, but I have, I have a feeling that that they're going to be in that range coming into the season.
0: Um, you know, and Joe, that's a great point. I think that the chiefs will be battling for that number one seed, And I think it's going to be crucial. If we, if we see this as a two horse race, you know, a lot could happen and you don't know who's going to be healthy or not at the end of the season, the Chiefs play the Bills in Arrowhead again. I like the Chiefs' chances. They have to go to Buffalo though, Chiefs. That that given what that franchise has been through, they're gonna that's that's gonna be a tough environment to play. I I don't want well, any part of that.
1: Yeah, and it was as we saw in in the Chiefs game, the Bills have a just and it's not believe me, it's not a great running game. I mean, they don't have a Tennessee Titans
0: right, you know, yeah.
1: running game. Um you know, like uh, you know, with the Derrick Henry, but but they still they still ran the ball pretty well against the Chiefs. I was I was uh, not pleasantly surprised. I was uh, disappointingly surprised um, that they ran the ball so well, mm-hmm. um, and it, it seemed like it was it didn't seem like it was by chance either. It seemed like it was part of the Bills' game plan. So this full circle on your comment about having to go to Buffalo versus Kansas City you know, it's a tough place to play. I mean, not that it can't, not, a, not that a Kansas city, you know, champ AFC championship game would be a lot cool, you know, warmer than Buffalo, but, right. but that Buffalo man, you get, you get there in late January. Holy cow. It's a totally different ball game up there than playing in a Kansas city winter game. Um, so, you know, I, that would be another reason why I would just have a little pause about not having that home field advantage right. because it's just the weather's just it's different it really is i hate to hate to admit it but it's and, and not to be uh to you know it's football right you're not supposed to deal with the weather but it you know throwing the ball and and getting a passing game established in a, in a place like buffalo late in january can be it can be difficult if you're not used to playing in the, in that environment
0: joe you obviously have uh firsthand experience that playing the AFC Championship game in Buffalo. Um, also, th- some firsthand experience of uh, th- this game is, is really neat too, because the franchises are, you mentioned, the Niners are an iconic franchise and really interconnected with the Chiefs. Not only the, the recent Super Bowl Fifty Four, you mentioned the color pattern, the interlocking letters on the logo, all those Chiefs quarterbacks, including guys you played with like Joe Montana, Steve Bono who came from the Niners. Steve Bono is actually now uh, he's an alumni coordinator. Uh, on the Niners. Um so kind of this so it's, it should be a fun game uh on the field and also for those reasons too.
1: Yeah, I mean it's uh, don't forget about our buddy Steve DeBerg. He was also another right, uh, right. another integrated uh 49ers uh Chiefs QB. Uh yeah, a lot a lot of history there with these franchises and um you know, it'll be uh, it's going to be a great game. It's always you know, it's always fun too to you know branch out from You know from from the afc and get into the nfc to see how 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 we're doing i mean the nfc is much like the afc just do a little commentary there i mean it's kind of topsy-turvy right Mm -hmm. i mean who would have thought you know the eagles are six and oh the giants are five and one um and i i I had
0: i thought the afc west was going to be the best division and i thought that and i this is probably what you're going to say joe i thought the nfc east was going to be the worst division and it's the opposite really Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, you got the four and two Cowboys y- even playing without Dak Prescott. And then you got the giants who I had been saying all year, uh, in the NFC, at least had done the the best job in the draft. Mm-hmm. I thought the Eagles had done a really good job in the offseason of picking players up like, you know, uh, AJ Brown. But I, I thought the, uh, I thought the giants did the best in the NFC as far as like the where they drafted for need and the players that they got. And it's showing, it's showing that the NFC East has gone from the NFC least to the NFC beast. So um they're, they're uh, you know, it's going to be, it's going to be interesting to see how the, you know, the NFC all plays out, but it's always fun watching the teams cross conference. Mm-hmm. And and yeah. this, so it's, it's another reason that makes this game fun. I think if I'm a, if I'm a fan watching this game, I think it. This game is going to be. Listen, I could probably say it every week, and you don't want to overuse the whole. The game is one up front cliche, mm-hmm. but this particular game, I really do think the Chiefs need to win the game up front, and that will start to send a message that you know that this team has it together on the offensive line because they need you know they're going to need that down the stretch. They're going to need mm-hmm. that unit to work seamlessly together if they're gonna make that run to getting the number one seed in the AFC and you know beating the Bills uh in a rematch if 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 that happens.
0: Yeah, though so is that kind of your matchup to watch because it, it makes sense. The Niners have a tough front seven to see they, how the Chiefs do against they
1: them. really do. I think establishing the line of scrimmage, uh, you know, giving Patrick more time uh you know to find his receivers, just giving him that extra second and not being so you know just don't want them to be swiss cheese right you just don't want them want the defensive players getting through too quickly whether it's you know blitzing or you know straight pass rush uh we can't allow you know Patrick to be kind of scared out of his pocket and i think that's going to be the you know that's going to be the real critical piece uh i think for the game is is the is the chiefs establishing the the line of scrimmage, including that three to four yard box where the linebackers are, that whole area they need to really, really establish. And my gosh, Jeff, I know we talked about it early on, but this run pass option and causing teams to have ineligible receivers downfield. (laughs) It's like every, it's like every week I see more and more and more of it. So somewhere that rules committee is going to have to take a look at this Mm -hmm. and see how they can help teams get past it. Because, you know, they call Creed Humphrey for one, and he was a non-factor.
0: What he wasn't what's he, it, right? What's he supposed it, to do? You know, like it just wasn't. He, he wasn't even it. a
1: factor. It wasn't like he caused a pass interference right. or anything right. down there. It's just—it's so hard to tell with this RPO, and uh, you know, it just one of those things. I just threw a little nugget out there for 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 listeners and fans to watch for is uh, you know how teams are adapting to that. It's a
0: great point, Joe. And like you know, Creed, what what was. He spoke, you know, when it's an RPO, he, he doesn't know run pass. So yeah, it's it's tough on the linemen. I'm sure you uh empathize. Jill, what I, I'm looking for and in, interesting. So you, you said how you were disappointed that the Bills have not a spectacular running game, but still got chunks with Singletary. Uh the Chiefs have had a really good run defense this year, but have shown cracks the last two games against the Raiders and the Bills. The Niners have a, a you know. It's a Shanahan offense. They that running game is a consistent year in, year out. I, I'm curious, this will be another good test to see how the Chiefs run defense does. Well, if you enjoyed this show presented by I Bet Online, please subscribe. We're available on your favorite directories: iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminaire, and Tune In. Thanks for listening. we'll be back next week. Thank you for listening to Believe.